Okay, everybody, welcome back. Another episode of the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins, on a gorgeous Tuesday times. Kern and Alyssa joining me back again after a couple of weeks off. I think this is like our third time doing it every three weeks. It's kind of it's kind of been enjoyable. Um, curious to hear how you guys are doing, but just a little bit about a little bit about me, real quick, to start the show off on a positive note in yeah. Springfield this weekend. So gonna have to uh, gonna have to link up. We'll talk about that maybe as the show goes on. But let's hear from Kern and Alyssa. Thanks for joining me again today. Kern, we'll start with you, brother. How you doing, man? Doing good. Doing good. Happy to be here. Yeah, you know, I can only take you once about every three weeks. So this is working out about perfectly for me. Right. <laughs> That's fair. You're wearing for the people uh, for the listeners, you're wearing a hell of a Superman cutoff there. That's right, baby. I've had this guy for probably about a decade now. That looks like a really good fish fry shirt. Oh, it's anytime you're going out in the sun, it's it's perfect. Like well, when you do- walked out with that shirt on, the, I, in my head I went, oh, are you about to mow the lawn? And then, yeah, here we are. That's a good, last time we were on the show, I think we talked about mowing the lawn, actually. That's a good oh, yeah. mowing the lawn shirt. Oh, it's perfect. Just lets everyone in the neighborhood know what's going on. What's that office scene whenever Dwight, they're at the, they're at Andy, or no, no, they're at um, Pam and Jim's wedding, and he's, they're getting ready to go out the first night, and Dwight's got that wool shirt on, he's like, suggestive, like yeah, howling, like howling during sex. During love, yeah. And then, and that's when Michael goes, he's like, Dwight, look, you're going to a fish fry. Yeah. And then he's like, and <laughs> still howls. Always good when you can start the show with a little office quote. I've been quoting The Office a ton. But honestly, I guess we can just go right into TV shows. I have not watched an episode of The Office in I don't know how long. It's so in my mind, dude. We've been watching the uh, Superfan episodes, and we're about to finish them. Yeah. Um, with Like with the uh, – so like they've been mixing them in on Comedy Central before, like the uh-huh. Superfan episodes, because like they're not every time, but like – I was actually, this was a while ago. This was like in, um, uh, what month was that? Oh, like December, maybe. I went to Florida to see my buddy Micah, uh, recurring guest, Figuring Out Pod. You guys know him uh, pretty well. Um, but we were watching The Office, and I was like, dude, it was the, um, it was the uh, company picnic when Michael and Holly do the play. Oh. And they have like extra volleyball scenes in there. And mm-hmm. like the whole episode just like has all of a sudden like a different scene. And they, Mike and one of his friends didn't believe me. And I was like, you've never seen that scene in your entire life. And they sat there <laughs> and thought about it. And I was like, yeah, man, I think they're coming out with these like super fan episodes on, on Peacock is what I saw it on. But what are you watching it on? And do you like them? Peacock, yes. Yeah, we've, literally in the last three weeks, we've probably watched most of them because we've been like watching them every night. Um, so we just watched that one too. Uh, but yeah the scenes and it's even like scenes like extra lines within scenes yeah that when you're watching it's like i don't know i don't think that was in the original like it can kind of make you wonder because it's like in the middle of a scene that they kept right lines of dialogue well and and in some of them too like the that one in particular they have that like the extra ending Mm-hmm. like also catches your eye like they have one more volleyball scene that isn't in there because like in the show 
it goes to the company picnic and then they like they're playing volleyball and then it ends with Pam and and Jim in the hospital. Cause remember he's like, I am so mad that Pam got hurt. Yeah. He kicks the volleyball way over. He's like, I'll get it. <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> and then like so then in the on on the super fan show, it goes to like they go back to volleyball to end the show. How yeah. much longer are those are the episodes? Are they like longer or uh well on air they're only allowed twenty two minutes. Right. The director's cut is usually about forty five minutes or forty five fifty minutes. It's like yeah, I've seen there are a couple that are like thirty two, but most of them are like forty five fifty. Yeah, and so then these the finale are... they left most of the finales in the original because I right. mean they get to be longer, you know, the season finales, but mm-hmm. yeah. So that's so that's what it is. The super fan episode is like the director's cut. Yeah, that's like what the full episode would have been, but they cut it down for TV. Wow. Yeah, and just cut yeah. it down so perfectly. Oh, there's so many moments that Michael has that just explain so much more about like who he is. My favorite one is when it's at like maybe season one or two. He explains why he dresses up like Michael Klump and Ping. And like all the characters that he does is because when he was a kid, he went to a like recycling little play or whatever. So they could tell the kids about like why you need to recycle. Mm -hmm. And a guy came out dressed as an owl. And Michael says that like people don't listen to just a guy, but they listen to people that like are dressed up as characters. And that's why he does it. It's like, shit, that would have been great to have the whole time. Yeah, that would be good information. But also... It's just so funny that he does that stuff and you don't know why he's doing it. Too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why are you dressing up and walking in there like that? But God, it shows good. But yeah. it's just like, dude, it's just molded into my brain. Like, I don't even have to watch it. It's unfortunate because I want to watch, but don't really need to. <laughs> yeah. So what are you watching now then? Um, funny you say that because I like to do a little review of this show right now. Uh, Succession, season four, episode five was, or episode four was last night um on hbo soon to be just max right you guys see that no longer hbo max just gonna be max i might do a little research here after i uh do my um succession review but i don't know have you guys seen any of succession ever no my mom told me to watch it too many times so i just couldn't watch it it's really damn good and i really like it um and without giving anything away really it's about it's about like how this family is handling this. That they own this media conglomerate. It's it's basically like Fox News is what it is, but it's not called that in the show. But it's about the the owner, and he's like he has health problems in the beginning, and who's gonna take over the one uh, one of his three kids. And it you know it kind of goes through that throughout season one. His health's getting worse, but then all of a sudden he makes a miraculous comeback, and he's completely healthy. And then he wants to keep control of everything. So it's all about that kind of stuff. Making deals, back channels. Back but channels. I say that, and my my main gripe, and it has been a common theme throughout the entire show, is that like the entire show is based around this deal that needs to be done, has to be done tomorrow, and it has never been done yet. <laughs> Like, we're on season four, and it was the whole episode last night. Now a huge event just happened in episode three. I won't say what happened or who it involved or anything. But it was kind of the after effect. I get the after effect episode, I guess you could say. But, like, 
it still just pissed me off. And like they're this close to the deal, and I think they have it done, and then all of a sudden they don't have it done. I just am very curious because I think that season four is the last one. I'm very curious how they're going to wrap up the show because they're like over halfway done in season four now. So they have a lot of stuff to tell the viewer or I'm going to be really pissed. Um, I did just look it up too. HBO is rebranding and they're coming out with like just as Max and um, they're merging with Discovery Plus. Point. Well, what's Discovery Plus? Like Discovery Channel? I would guess that's that's their Disney Plus. No, it was Discovery Plus. Okay. So I think probably like Discovery Channel ish. Free Shark Week. Oh. More David Attenborough. Oh, love David Attenborough. Yeah, but he's Disney Plus too, right? Is it, aren't they all on there? No idea. Like oh, I, bet, I bet David Attenborough. Well, he's on Netflix for sure, and I think he might be on Disney as well. I've been watching some good shows on Netflix too, actually. But mm-hmm. um, to surmise my succession rants, it's a great show, and I love the characters, and it's like. It's really like dry, witty humor, which is phenomenal, but with like an HBO flair. Like, it's a great show, but I just don't really know how it ends. And it's really pissing me off. Like, you kind of, I mean, I, it just can't, it kind of seems long winded right now. Then I need something to happen quick. Like, yeah. right. I've been bought in for four seasons, stuck with it. Like, this is right now, it's a once every Sunday episode show. So, yeah. like, I've been watching it religiously. I'm ready for some action to happen. But is everything okay? Yeah, the dog's messing with something back there. Uh-oh. Oh, speaking of Bandit, Alyssa, uh, saw your Facebook post. Oh, won't my God. Spo- won't spoil it in my monologue here, but let's transition into you. First off, tell us how you're doing, and then second, get into the little Bandit story, if you will. Oh my god, and I think I mentioned it last time too, we hurt his paw and then I poisoned him, that whole right. thing. Yep. Yeah. Then the next week, he just went in for his regular, like, checkup thing, but I don't usually bring him in, and so I thought, okay, well, this time, like, if we're trying to end our little plan with PetSmart, so... Bandit barges uh, in. Bandit barges uh, in on Zoom. Hilarious. Phone knocked the door open. Um, so I thought, we're gonna end the plan, we might as well just go get these free visits in while we still got them. And the lady said on the phone that he had a fracture. And I was like, oh, my God, his little toe. I bet it actually was his little toe. But he actually fractured one of the, like, what would be his molar, like a back tooth. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, flapping open. And the nerve has been exposed. And it was starting to, like, rot and get infected. And that's horrible. And he was in pain for how long? And we just didn't even know. So he had to have a little puppy surgery and get it extracted. Yikes. Um... Yeah. Poor, poor guy. <laughs> tough, tough month. <laughs> but it probably, it obviously it didn't hurt him for that long because he like hadn't been, he was fine when I saw him with his yeah. tooth thing. Yeah. It was probably cracked and fractured then, but mm. I guess. He never, he never really like made a fuss about it. So yeah, it probably yeah. just wasn't quite to the point that it was really hurting him, you know. Well, right. he never said anything, but they also, I guess dogs are good at masking pain. So I don't know. But it's out now and he's happy. So how does a dog, or how does he like recover from that? Uh, wet food. We had to make sure that we didn't like Ooh. pop any of the stitches. Uh, so everything had to be soft, everything that he ate, which was really stinky. So we're glad to be done with that. Yeah, I would imagine. So how long How long was that for? Because that shit stinks. Like, like three or four days. Today's our last day. 
Today is the last day. Yeah. Okay. There you yeah, go. Not well, too good for Bandit. Kid's gone through it for a couple of weeks here. Yeah. We'll see Bum- if he can recover. Bummed wing, bummed tooth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Curran, what are you <laughs> sipping on? It is some blackberry whiskey. Oh, bird dog? With, I'm not sure, maybe, with a splash of fresca. Whoa, fresca? Wow. I haven't had a fresca in quite some time. That sounds really good. Yeah, Alyssa had a big two liter, and it's a little much straight, so I was like, I'll try some fresca. What? Like, what do you mean much? Like the blackberry? I don't know. It's just a weird... Oh, the whiskey, not the pot. Yeah. Right. No, I know. Whiskey was just like a weird... Like, I drink a lot of scotch and whiskey straight, but I don't know what it was. It was just... Just, yeah. Just needs needs something to cut it a little bit. Yeah. It was blackberry. Here's some good news. Our guy, recurring guest of the pod, Jake Berger, uh, playing really well. Have you guys been seeing some stuff on social media about him? No, what's I saw him with uh, B-dubs. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, he got a sponsorship with B-dubs. I think he has his own burger like in the Chicago area, which is really oh, sick. Cool. I, I would doubt that, though, like we could get the Jake burger at a yeah. B-dubs in Missouri. But up there in Chicago, it's really sick. I'm sure there's like a thousand B-dubs, too. So yeah. I, I wonder how that photo – how does a photo shoot at a restaurant go? You just like go and eat and they take photos of you probably? Or they give you like some sort of fake burger that looks really good, but it's, you know, it like, all stays together and it's yeah. not like drippy and greasy. And that's why it's holding it out like that. Yeah, but I want to believe that's a really good burger. Yeah, but it's we like all the do. perfect cheeseburger. That's how they get you too. Yeah, but it's probably really damn good. B Dubs is good. Yeah, B Dubs is good. I haven't been to a B Dubs in quite some time, but yeah, he's uh, he's killing it. He's crushing the ball. Um, baseball in full swing, Kern. You watch any watch any baseball recently? I've watched zero games. Really, none. I mean, unless I was like, you know, at a sports bar and there was one playing, but I wasn't, you know, fucking keeping track of who was doing what. They're almost through the first month of the season. It's been um, interesting. The Cardinals, both the Cardinals and the Royals, are really bad. Um, the Cardinals have a lot of talent and are not living up to their potential, and the Royals are just bad. So, um, that uh, Alyssa, I believe the Twins are doing good though. Oh, awesome! Uh, the Wild as well. I play. I pay more attention to hockey than to baseball, but we made it to the playoffs. So, Wild are in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Who do they play? Oh, I already forgot. I, oh I, no! I, look, I've gotten my heart broken enough times. I just the Capitals. I, I know it's gonna happen. No, no, the Wilder in the West, and the Capitals are in the. East. Oh no, they play the Stars. Sorry. The Stars. That's who it was. Dallas. Interesting. Well, Curran, that was Curran, That was your second choice. That was yeah, your second yeah. guess. That was my second guess. Oh, Chandler, I've been meaning to ask you too. How was your week and everything? We haven't heard from you. How's Simo? Um, it was good. So last week we didn't do it because I was in I was in Dallas actually. Um, I went down. We were in Dallas from Tuesday to Saturday, late Saturday, for a SEMO Gymnastics National Championship. So that was a lot of fun. Um, being down there for that. Um, got to see some buddies of mine. Coincidentally, well, not 
first off, one of my best friends named Alex Austin, him and his wife just moved to McKinney, Texas, which is like a suburb of Dallas as well. Um, and so I got to see them on uh, Tuesday night, was it? And then Wednesday night, um, coincidentally, one of my best friends, uh, Kyle, was in Dallas for business. Um, he lives in Tulsa normally. Uh, he was down there. So we, him and me and Alex and Alex's wife all met up. So we, we had a good time. Um, and then it was sick being there for the competition, too. We kind of took in Denton, um, which is where the University of North Texas is. And also Texas Women's University, which is where we were, um, is in Denton. And they're in our gymnastics conference. Oh. Uh, fun fact, men can go to Texas Women's University. So, do they have a football team? No, no football. They're division right. two. They're division two. Everything else except for um, gymnastics. They're division one. Awesome. But well, how did Timo end up? The ratio probably rocks. <laughs> um, the Simo uh, got third. Simo um, got third. There were eight teams that could qualify for the for the team national championship. So how it was, it was like a it was like a two day team tournament. The first day, there were two different sessions with four teams in each, and the top two teams from each session advanced to the national championship. So there were four in the national championship. So they got third. Um, there was there was good competition. Gymnastics is one of those sports where, like, like you can lose by a tenth, and if you have it, you it's it's all about like that day. I think in gymnastics, it's like who has it that day, um, and then they have like an individual. They had the individual national championship on Saturday, which were like if you compete or if you uh, qualify with a high enough score to do that on either Thursday or Friday, you had a chance to win an individual national title in the vault, bars, beam, or floor. Simo um, had a couple people go, but nobody finished that great. But they, they had a good season, um, and it was fun. It was a great trip. So that's kind of been my life recently. <laughs> it was – Pretty pretty cool, yeah. Do you think you could do a back handspring? Me? Yeah. No. 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 I think the most the craziest gymnastic move you could do would be cartwheel. Hmm. I think I could do some sort of jump on the beam. Like. On the skinny beam, you think you could... Like, of course, of course, of course. I can't get my legs, like, as parallel as that. <laughs> but I could, like, jump off the beam and, like, try to get as far as I could and come back down and land. Oh, I don't So know. just jumping from, like, a five-foot height, that's... Yeah. And landing on the beam. That's a, I think that's it. I can't oh. flip. Um, I couldn't do... The uneven bars make no sense to me. Um, the vault... Definitely doesn't make any sense because if you run back handspring off that steep, the off the horse, the vault horse or whatever, and do like, forget that, <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> so I'm giving myself the beam. <laughs> Let's go, beam. Okay, beam. What do, What do you think you can? Oh, do? current could probably do some crazy floor routine. He gets a run and start on that springboard. That floor is it's awesome. Go, I was into for for a little while um, when I was younger. That's right. I think I knew that when I was like seven and eight or eight and nine, something like that, real young. Um, but no, I could probably do some some backflips and handsprings. But of course, 
I'd need some training. Yeah. But yeah, the, a nice floor routine. Gymnastics is a is an insane sport. I mean, the bars make no sense. Like they fly through like they fly to a higher bar and a lower bar and then like they get up on top and stand on the bar and I, they do that thing where they like get they like flip up and their their feet are up above them and they like change their grip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're like here and then they go here and then they go here. Yeah. And they flip back around with a huge dismount and fuck that. <laughs> I remember when they like they would fly <laughs> off the top one into the bottom one, like in their stomach. Yeah. And like bounce and catch back on the back. It's like, what the how do they do that? It makes no sense. And and so the way it works is like SEMO gymnastics is division one gymnastics. Um, but it's like the FCS. So like they weren't competing against like um, Oklahoma, like big programs like the SEC, the big 12, like none of, none of those schools. So it was, it was literally like the FCS gymnastics national championship is the best way to describe it, which is a great level, but that was going to lead me to my next point was Oklahoma gymnastics, like one back to back, I think this year, uh, the national Ah. championship. Um, And that's just insane, especially in a sport that, like literally, like I said, like a tenth can determine the outcome to win back to back. That's nuts. Yeah, it's anything insane. with like judges like that. I'm sure. Oh, and that's one thing too. I mean, I thought Simo was so poorly judged, and for my lack of gymnastics knowledge, I have a very basic knowledge. For me to have even like commented to our head coach, like, was I seeing like the judges were awful. And she was like, absolutely. Like, that just goes to show you that it was bad. Simo, it's always tough, you know, if they had been judged a little differently, they could have won. They were going into the final rotation on Friday night up. They were winning. So, uh, what happened with the judging then? What team ended up winning? um, Well, the, the Lindenwood... Um, Lindenwood ended up winning. They're in our conference. Lindenwood, um, the Lindenwood Lions in St. Charles. They ended up winning. And then um, Texas Women's, who was the host and very biased. And you're not supposed to be biased in terms of hosting a championship event. But that's neither here nor there. Um, They got second. And SEMO and the Air Force Academy actually tied for third with with us. So. that kind of, I mean, at least it was the Air Force, like, tie with the Air Force. Like, okay. But you'd also kind of like to have third outright. Yeah. But yeah. third, nonetheless, it was 60 in the Air Force there. They would, like, you know, most of the girls, like, come in in a line. They, like, did their own, like, military kind of, like, entrance into the arena at the championship meet. Like, where they were, like, in perfect lines and, like, marched in. It was It was pretty cool. Um, for sure. There was a bunch of Ivy League schools there as well. Um, there were some Cornell people. I kept trying to figure out a way to implement a Cornell joke, but like, A, it's just so risky because you yeah. don't know if that person even knows what the office is and wins a Cornell because it's just a really good damn school. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like next they get like 
how many times have they heard a Cornell joke because Andy Bernard went there? Like, yeah. it's, I feel like it's either one way or the other, and I'm probably not going to win. Yeah. But I really wanted to. <laughs> I had a lot up my sleeve, I felt like. And we were there forever. I should have just done it, but whatever. Also, I'm sorry. There was another, like, not deleted scene, but, like, in the director's cut of The Office where mm-hmm. Andy, it ends an episode by him saying that one of his, no, it's the one where Michael has to go up to New York to be part of the panel when they're going bankrupt. Oh, and, yeah. and, he gets Andy, the and Andy says that he has an uncle that's on the chair. His dad is, like, Dunder Mifflin's best friend, and then he's got a cousin that works for his dad somewhere else. And it was like, why didn't they say all these connections that Andy had to Dunder Mifflin? Because like would... Oscar was like in line and going to say something because Andy's like, you know, egging him on to say something. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, they're standing in line and one of the guys who's up on the like sta- or podium or whatever, it like points and waves at Andy and wave- Andy waves back. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's my uncle. He's on the board. And Oscar's like, well, you're not going to get fired. Then he's like, yeah, probably not. Um, and if he does fire me, my dad will just fire his son. So Oscar's like so worried about saying the wrong thing, but he knows what he needs to say and he won't do it. And Andy won't take the bullet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, it, there are some really good scenes. Yeah. Oh my God. That is so good. It's almost, uh, it's almost lake season. Oh yeah. I've been thinking about it. I looked, I was hoping that maybe we'd get a really sweet weather weekend this weekend and we could go. Um, I think the Bennington's ready, but bad weekend for it. Oh. I think I might be camping anyway. Camping? Camping and floating, yeah. You are? Where? Uh, Dora, Missouri. Mmm, nice. I'm familiar with Dora, right around the West Plains area, I believe. Yep. Um, What river... I don't know if it's the elk. Is it the Niangua? I don't know if it's Niangua. Actually, it might, it's Niangua or the elk. It's down there somewhere. Hmm. Um, Sounds fun. But yeah, it's it's this place I've been once before, and they have like this local bar right there by where we have the like our cabins. Mm-hmm. And there's always just hick people in there um, karaokeing. Oh. And like, and when I went, I only went one night, and it was like busy, busy in there. And there was just you know like a group of old people who all they do is go there and sing. So like they were really good. Uh, but last time we went, it was it, the weather was bad, so we didn't float. So this time we're gonna get to float. How good is really good in terms of karaoke? I mean really good like old country songs sung by old country people so, okay you know yeah I, it like it's it all tracks, i can see so. it i can see yeah. it yeah. and there's like a husband wife who go at the same time like they duet and stuff. oh a little duet a little lady antebellum if you will oh it's good it's good stuff mm. speaking of country music i wouldn't mind going to a concert this summer really yeah especially at that uh fast pro Mm-hmm. Thunder Bluff. Thunder Bluff and Branson. Yeah. Oh yeah, they haven't sick concerts down there this year. Probably. I went and saw Garth Brooks. Yeah, my parents went. Yeah. I think we talked about that, but yeah. yeah I mean, the parking was fucked and everything, but I think I, think I drive. I drove down there for work the other day because I'm, you know, I do some work down there, and I was on the road, and I realized it was the road that leads you to Thunder Bluff mm-hmm. or whatever it is, and they like 
had a big new parking lot that they were building like right there by the entrance. So I mean, I didn't, it, didn't it just open? Like Garth was like one of the first things there. So like, of course yeah. there was going to be issues. And then you add in one of the world's most popular artists of all time. Yeah. And you don't think and it's going to be crazy. Missouri and the owner of Bass Pros when he built the place. Like, yeah. Yeah. And people were acting like it was, such a nuisance it's like shut up it's it's in our area like that event is going on in our area yeah dude it was so fun it was so sick like red bull pilots and all sorts of shit at the concert like Alyssa, did you go no i didn't um i think it was one of his buddies had an extra ticket and asked him to go oh. one of the guys as soon as i started thrasher he was the number one salesman that month so our boss gave him tickets and then he had an extra one because his um, girlfriend wasn't feeling good. So he invited me like a night before. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm going. Yeah, that's really sick. But I hope they have, I hope they have more down there. I like the uh, the parking lot idea. That seems like it's a good, good move. I imagine they would. I mean, they, they're going to have to have. Yeah. Right. If they, if they want to keep having stuff like that, they have got to figure it out. Yeah, definitely. But um, I think Luke Combs is coming to Arrowhead in like middle of June. I'd like to go to that. I have a lot of things I'd like to do this summer, but I seriously doubt that I'll do them. <laughs> Just like really, baby. every every single year, dude, I'm going to uh, – every single year I'm going to Wrigley for a Cardinals-Cubs game. And it's so within my grasp. Like it's so feasible, and I have yet to do it. <laughs> 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 like especially now living in Cape so close to St. Louis like I can just drive up to St. Louis and take the train to Chicago and yeah. can do whatever the hell I want on the train it's like a five hour drive or five hour train ride and yeah. you're at Union Station in Chicago yeah Zach lives in Chicago like one of yeah. my best friends it doesn't make any sense why I don't do it but um I am gonna do it this summer there is a weekend that looks like I might be able to do it so Oh boy. Be my first time ever. What weekend? Huh? What weekend? Um, I believe it's July twenty first to the twenty third, I think. Maybe meet in Chicago. Wink. Oh, for a baseball game? Mm. Oh, you'd go to Wrigley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I mean Wrigley is like I won't, but I would. You would what wait, say that again? Said I won't, but I would. Right. Um I don't think who would is Eric. A short. I would, but I could. Or wait, what is it? Could, but I won't. Should, but a short. Yeah. Kevin's like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're trying to assemble the five businesses or whatever. Yeah. The five families. Yeah, for the, <laughs> the five families. Meeting like, of the five families. What kind of car does he drive? SUV. I knew it. Or trunk space. Just a corpse space. <laughs> We've had a lot of office quotes on this show tonight. It's been it's fun. Good. Happy with yeah. So what does your summer look like then, like uh, with work and all that? Um, so I'll just, I'm, I mean, fortunately and unfortunately, stepping into the full-time role, like I'll just have to work like normal, really. Um, now... I do get a lot of like I do get some good vacation time in the summer. Um, 
and we're really slow in the summer. So like, yeah, I think it's kind of one of those things where you need to go, you need to come in every day, but yeah, you know, leave at whatever, whatever yeah. time, you know, make just make sure you're getting your stuff done. I mean, and there'll be stuff that I have to do. And like, really, when you think about it, like the freaking fall sports really aren't that far away. I mean, especially when they're starting in August, like volley or soccer will start in August for sure. Mm-hmm. And volleyball will be right behind them. And then the first football game will be here. So like there's definitely shit that I'm going to have to be doing this summer, yeah. uh, which is good. I mean, I don't really need to be, I need to kind of get in that mode a little bit more. Sometimes I get pissed. Cause I'm like, Fuck, man, I'm not gonna be able to do that. But like, you know, you're also 26, Chandler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> start, uh, start understanding that you're not going to be able to do a lot of the things you want to do. But the the best thing about it is that June and July, v- very slow time. So yeah. that'll it'll, I'll be able to um, lake and all that kind of stuff. I mean, theoretically, we get out – our summer hours are um, 8 or 9 to 4. So Friday night, I get off work at four. I leave the office. I'm in Springfield by eight, and I go right to the lake for Friday night and Saturday. I mean, it's yeah. basically the same thing, just yeah. a four-hour drive mixed in there. So there's always there's always ways around things. We're it's gonna be a fun summer. We're gonna be doing stuff. We're gonna be, and by we, I mean all of us, the listeners, you two, me. I've got some weddings coming up. Recurring guest Blaine Wheeler. Um, he's getting married uh, first week of May. I believe it's May sixth because it's uh, Friday night is Cinco de Mayo. So it could nice. be a brutal turnaround for a wedding. <laughs> brutal turnaround. Yeah, especially because it's in Kansas City. So I'm going to go up the night before it. Yeah, you know, our May is crazy with weddings too. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of nice. Uh, we're all getting to that. I got one in May, and then I have one in August. So I got some good gap in between mine. But yeah, like the last three summers for me, I've been in like three, four weddings. I'm gonna be in another one this year, then ours next year. Dang. So it's like you'll be in that one. Yeah, <laughs> I have to. I have to be in that one. You're in Eric's. In Eric, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, in oh, Eric. Yeah. Like, Wait. So who's getting married just, in May? Uh, Thomas Clary. Well, it's their one year anniversary. Yeah, it's her one year anniversary. And then Abby Hip. Abby Hip. Oh wow. That's two in May, and then one of his buddies in in September, and then Eric in October. Yeah. No, switch that. Eric is September. Yeah. Back with in September. So yeah, I've got four on the books right now. And then one more in June. One of my friends from high school. Yeah. Where's Abby Hip getting married? Back in Springfield or Kansas City? Kansas City. Yeah. Okay. I figured I figured they'd come back here for it. it makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. God, yeah. I bet planning a wedding was a nightmare for that. Like not being in a place, not living in the place that you're getting married. Yeah, that's not a destination where they'll do it for you. Yeah. Right? How do they do that, or how did they do that? Uh, I'm sure Abby's mom probably helped her quite a bit. I would say she probably went to venues and like, yeah. I don't know, maybe a weekend off that she got to fly home and do a bunch of tastings and pick stuff out and try to make it work somehow. Because they live in Charlottesville, right? Um, I know they're in Virginia somewhere. Yeah. She works she works at the University of Virginia, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's where that is. Yeah. And then Brandon, that's he's cool. teaching, but I'm not sure where. 
Say that again. Brandon, her fiance's yeah. uh, teacher, but I'm not sure where. Oh, okay. at the University, but yeah, teacher. Does he teach at? Does he teach in college or does he teach like high school? Um, actually, I want to say elementary. I want to say second grade. Oh, okay. Wow. I think that's what it was. Good but for him. Could be wrong, so I don't know, but I'm pretty sure. No, good for him. Yeah. Second grade. Interesting grade. Wonder why he picked that. Right age. Yeah. I remember my second grade teacher, Miss Schuster. Shout out. I hope she's still alive. She she probably is. Was she old? Um I mean when I was seven, eight, she was pretty I mean she was pretty old, yeah. I mean she was probably like early or late to early late fifties, early sixties, probably when I was seven. So I mean she's getting up there. <laughs> I mean it's been twenty years, so well, only nineteen. Only 19. Do not give oh. me that. I'm not 27. Yeah, at least you're not 28. Well, true. <laughs> old fart. Yeah, Karen, you're old. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're the oldest one on this podcast. It's true. I think you might be the oldest guest we've had. Well, is Eric older than you? But you guys aren't really guests. You were hosts, so I guess doesn't count. You're the oldest host for sure. Well, maybe you and Maybe you and Johnny are the same age. I think we are. You're 28? Yeah. I think he's 28 as well. There you go. At least we're tied. The theme yeah. of this podcast has been ties. Third place tie, tied for first. Air Force. I, I mean, I'm sure one of us is older than the other. Right. When it comes uh-huh. down to it. You Thank could you. have been born on the same day. I don't think we were, but we could have been whatever all right guys are we good i'm good i'm really hungry honestly before we get off here i had a lot of wheat thins before we got on here and i tweeted this today but wheat thins are an underrated snack so i think they're overrated what'd you eat them with you know what's crazy plain oh i had a little no hold on i started plain then i got the hummus out but i also brought the carrots with me so I went carrot, wheat, then hummus. Tasty. Well, then you didn't eat them plain, did you? Started plain, went hummus, finished plain. Started plain, went, yeah. Realized it was insane, and then added. No. And also, life hack, two things. If the listeners didn't take anything from this podcast, which they probably didn't. Definitely not. Wheat thins are phenomenal. And two, the reduced fat wheat thins are better than the OG. Oh, I think not in terms of like I care about the reduced fat. I actually think that they just are like a better cracker. They taste better, and I feel like they somehow they dip better. They dip better. What? They're more sturdy. Yeah, a little sturdier, a little bit just better mixed with the hummus and the reduced fats than the OGs. I'm just gonna say it, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Current Alyssa, I really appreciate your guys' time. Yeah, thanks for having us. Brother, can't wait to see you, maybe. Figure it out, pod. Look out for me this weekend, Karen and Alyssa. I'll be in Springfield. We'll talk to you guys around the corner. How about that? New outro. Talk to you guys around the corner. See See ya. ya.